welcome back to episode 5. And here in episode 5, we're going to talk about steps of being a fruitful Christian according to the Bible. You know, I believe that God wants us to be producing fruit. He wants us to be the best representation we can for Him and His glory. And so the Bible says in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 5-8, through 8, the Bible says, And besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. Verse 8, For if these things be in you, and abound, they shall make you, that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You know, Peter, everybody knows who Peter was. Peter was one of the uh, well-known disciples of Christ, uh, the very first follower. You know, he was Simon that became Peter. He had quite the life. You know, he went through a lot of good times and certainly some of the bad times. You know, everyone knows him for the bad part of him. But here's some great things. Number one is that he was recruited by Jesus Christ himself. Jesus uh, went out to the Sea of Galilee, saw this fisherman named Simon Peter and called him, and Simon became Peter. Peter was also witnessing the miracles that Jesus did, you know, healing the lame, seeing the man who was, who was brought down from the roof on his bed, and Christ was able to heal him. He went to the mountain, uh, what they call the Mount of Transfiguration, where Jesus was transfigured, and you know, Peter saw Moses and Elijah, and God said, this is whom my beloved son, hear ye him. He saw the feeding of 5,000 men. Peter even walked on water. Peter walked on water, the only man on earth to walk on water. And then throughout most of the second half of the, the four Gospels, we go into the valleys of Peter's life. You know, Peter, when he was so bold about not denying Jesus and uh, not leaving him, once Jesus had told him and the other disciples it was time for him to be betrayed and to be led to Calvary. You know, the Bible says that while Jesus was being tried, three people were questioning Peter as one of his followers. And just as Christ said that, he was going to deny the Savior three times. But, by the grace of God, here in Acts chapter 2, we learn about how Peter picks himself up back from his mistakes, and he preaches at the day of Pentecost, where the Bible says that 3,000 souls got saved and baptized. And so here we are now in 2 Peter, and as he already wrote the first letter, 1 Peter, to the churches, we're in the second letter. And you think by now between first being recruited to penning these two books, these two letters, that he gained enough experience to give advice to fellow believers on how to be fruitful in our Christianity. He told us, number one, was to add virtue, add knowledge, add temperance, add patience, add godliness, add brotherly kindness, and last of all, add charity. He gave us seven things to learn and apply so that we can be fruitful. The Bible says right there that if we let these things be in us and abound, meaning they, they stick with us, they shall make you that you should neither be barren nor unfruitful. God said right there that we'll be fruitful. And not only that, but the Bible also says that in verse 10, It says right here, Wherefore the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if ye do these things, talking about the seven things, ye shall never fall. God told us right here that 
if we add these seven things, virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, godliness, brotherly kindness, charity, he told us right there, if we apply those things, not only are we going to be fruitful Christians, but we won't fall. God never wants us to fall. And I know we don't want to fall. I know I don't want to fall in my Christian life. And so if we stick to adding these things at a day-by-day process and by grace, by growing in grace, we'll never fall. But notice the first thing. The first thing he said was in verse 5. He says, and besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue. Now that's the first thing he said to have before we add any of the seven things was faith. He said right there, add to your faith. You know, Peter was under the assumption already that these fellow believers that he wrote these letters to must have had the same faith. That faith was in Jesus Christ, in Christ alone. You know, it's not a faith in a church that saves us. It's not faith in a sermon that saves us. It's not faith in a pastor that saves us. It's not faith in a, in a building that saves us from hell. It's not faith in any religious works. It's not faith in a money offering you gave when the plate passed you away. Rather, it's faith in, faith in Jesus Christ alone. That we are saved because He died for us. You think about this. The faith is the, the foundation. Our faith is the foundation to our Christianity. You often hear the song, How Firm a Foundation. Christ is our foundation. It's like building a house without setting a solid foundation. It doesn't matter what you uh, add. You can have nice windows. You can have nice walls and and lights and chandeliers and kitchen appliances and entertainment systems and TVs and bedrooms and all that. But if the foundation is not set, then it's just all for nothing. It's all for nothing. Without having that foundation set, the house is going to be ruined. But if you're further in the spiritual terms, you talk about our Christianity. We can't add any of those seven virtues and be the best Christians we want to be and the best Christians Christ wants us to be without first having that faith. That faith is Jesus Christ. We can't have any of these seven attributes or things to add to where we don't fall if we don't first have Jesus Christ. So we got to make sure faith is the foundation. And so here we're going to give a little seven-part lesson here uh, over the next week or so. And uh, we'll give a step-by-step -step process on steps of a fruitful Christian. So the first place was virtue. The Bible says right there in verse 5, add to your faith virtue. What is virtue? You know, virtue, you know, you always hear you ought to have good virtues and you, 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 you ought to just have virtue. Be a man of virtue. Be a virtuous person. But what is virtue? You know, virtue is a practice of moral excellence. It's that practice of morality, uh, of doing right and just all that from a sincere love to God. Having a good character. It's The virtue is the things that you do and have that, that, that characterize who you are. Just going about doing good. It's like trying to be like Jesus. You know, the Bible says in Acts 10.38, the Bible says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Jesus, the Bible says in Acts, that Jesus went about doing good. That's a man of virtue. That's being virtuous. That's just doing good. You know, as cliche as it sounds, it's it's just living life, asking yourself, what would Jesus do? But virtue, having virtue, and being a man of virtue, or being a woman of virtue, or a teen of virtue, or a child of virtue, is just doing what Jesus did. Instead of thinking about what, what Jesus do, rather we have the Bible. 
we can just do what Jesus did. It's how Paul wrote in Galatians. You know, some of that virtue attributes is what Paul was writing in the book of Galatians. You know, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. All those are fruits of the Spirit. All of those are good virtues that we as Christians ought to have. So if we're going to have a good step and take a, a that step towards being a fruitful Christian and towards that first step of not falling, we got to have virtue. We got to we got to be virtuous. We got to be a man of virtue. We got to be a woman of virtue. You know, some other ones, some other good virtues to have is just be assertiveness. Always assert yourself and be a blessing to someone. Cleanliness, compassion. Have compassion as Christ had compassion. Christ had compassion on the multitude. And the Bible says that he was full of compassion, confidence, consideration, courtesy, determination, friendliness, generosity, gentleness, helpfulness, humility, joyfulness, kindness, love, patience, peacefulness, reliability, respect, reverence, thankfulness, and trust. Those are just several ones. You know, you always hear about the ladies who, who want to be that, that virtuous woman, as the Bible says in Proverbs 31. You know, verse 10, who could find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies? Oh, you know, there's over 10 verses talking about the characteristics of a woman with great virtue. Talking about how uh, the, heart, the heart of her husband does safely trust in her and so that he shall have no need of spoil. You know, how the, the virtuous woman will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. Uh, work with willing with her hands and rising wallows also yet night and uh, giving food to her household and some to her maidens, uh, also girding her loins with strength and strengthening her arms, uh, just being a just being a hard worker, being a very hard worker, uh, applying herself and having those great characteristics that God wants us to have. You know, if we're going to be a fruitful Christian, we got to show these virtues to the world to really show if we're really genuine in our Christianity and really to show how much God means to us. You know, you think of fans who, who are fans of a sport, you know, they'll wear their jersey loud and proud and, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll talk about it and they'll represent their team the best they can, you know. And we as Christians, we ought to do the same for our team, that heavenly team, you know, our God, our God. We got to have that virtue. We got to be showing that, you know, some uh, some other lessons, you know, have that, that gratitude and uh, appreciation of uh, excellence and forgiveness and being honest and brave and fairness and zealous for the Lord and uh, being creative and having righteous, judge, righteous judgment and really perse perseverance, kindness, and all those. You know, in the gospel, we uh, learn about the woman who had an issue of blood. She had that issue for 12 years, the Bible says. And she also went to many physicians her whole life, and yet she couldn't find a cure. And the Bible talks about she then heard about the Savior walking by and she she worked her way through the crowd because the Bible talks about there was a crowd around Jesus and she worked her way through it. And it's amazing that with the amount of faith that she had, she said, if I can just get a piece of his garment, a piece of his clothes, she can be made whole. She then touches the car garment of Jesus. And by the power of Christ, she becomes whole. You know, the Bible then says in Mark chapter 5, verse 30, the Bible says, And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? You know, the power that, that the virtue of Christ that had gone out of him and transferred over to this woman because of her faith. 
That's amazing. The amazing that, that Jesus Christ had virtue himself. The faith that this woman had in Jesus then got passed on to her because of Jesus. You know, some other Christian things we ought to have, uh, some other Christian virtues we ought to show the world is really the perfection of wisdom, having that heavenly wisdom, the knowledge, uh, justice, truth, you've heard it, love, patience, holiness, goodness, you know, having grace to people, being joyful, having peace, having faith. You know, really all that is just the best way we can I can describe the being a having virtue is really just showing the fruit of the spirit. Back in Galatians chapter five and Think about it. As you read those, you know, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Do you have, are you fulfilling all those fruits? Are you fulfilling all those things that make the fruit of the Spirit? And so that's what it means to have virtue. And so we'll go over these here in these seven parts and seven things to add to be a fruitful Christian. You know, the next week or next time we'll be talking about the knowledge. After we have our faith. We add virtue, and once we add that virtue, we add knowledge. You know, thank you so much for tuning in. And here, you know, on our ministry, our Growing Grace podcast, we want to be a blessing to you. If you have any questions or concerns or things you need help with, with the biblical advice, you know, we'd love to be a blessing to you. Feel free to give us an email at Podcast at gmail.com. Also, uh, we're on Facebook and Instagram. Feel free to message us. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Apply virtue in your life. Apply virtue. Be a virtuous woman. Be a virtuous man. Be a virtuous teen guy. A virtuous teen boy, girl. And really just do our best to be a virtuous person because Christ was a man of virtue. He was a man who went about doing good. Thank you so much for tuning in. I pray that we can be a blessing to you.